0: Alright guys, welcome to episode 22 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And today we're going to be talking about what we've been watching. Um, We're going to talk about some movie news, uh, Microsoft buying Bethesda, and possibly some sports talk. But first... with what we've been watching. Yes. So so what have you been up to?
1: Yeah. So I finished uh Little Fire's Everywhere, um, which was that short series I mentioned last week with Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington. Um and the finale was good. It was solid. I um it felt a lot like how I felt during Watchmen or how I felt uh during oh God, what was the other series that I really liked? That the shorts it was a short series. I don't remember but it was like where the finale just like I guess it was normal people where like the finale just like ends but it was like solid it didn't blow my mind like it didn't I, I was not like holy shit what an ending like for something like Chernobyl was last year um but it was good I, I liked it um it it was uh sort of a continuation of what I talked about in terms of like you know good characters um good tension between uh, like plot points and stuff um I will say Um, the very, in the very last episode, I won't get into specifics in case somebody wants to watch it, but the end finishes or ends on a sort of like a similar way as normal people where the plot wanted them to get somewhere and they weren't there naturally. So it sort of forces them and you kind of go like, I get it. But like, that was a bit of an overreaction kind of thing. Right. Right. Um, but other than that other than that last episode it was good I recommend it um it's it, it was enjoyable it uh, you know got some some good ideas some thought-provoking storylines which I actually heard that most of the thought-provoking stuff that I thought was really interesting that I have had a lot of discussions with people who have seen the show um most of those plot lines are different from the they're not in the book so I was like oh mm-hmm. shit like I was talking to somebody who, had read the book and she'd watch the show, and I'd be like, "Wow, can you believe like this happened?" And she'd be like, "Oh yeah, and by the way, that's not in the book." Or I'd be like, "Oh, like man, that contention between this character and that character," and she'd be like, "Oh yeah, that that character isn't this or that in the book." And I was like, "Well, what the fuck does the yeah, book Yeah, what have? the fuck is the book about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like then, then the book's just a series of events. It's, like... Yeah, it's, it's just like this happened and this happened. I was like, that makes me not want to read the book <laughs> like ever. Um But uh but yeah, I recommend it. I finished it up and it, it was pretty good. Um, yeah. I I uh, I finished up
0: season one of Avatar: The Last Airbender.
1: Sweet. Yes. I, I like the finale um, with the attack on the North Pole. Yes. Um, so here's
0: the deal. Like I know we generally try and avoid spoilers. Yeah. But like I've been watching this extremely slow, and like <laughs> we've talked about it for a hot minute, and it's also been out for years. So yeah. at this point, I'm gonna say fuck it, and I'm gonna just talk about it.
1: And it's been um, out on Netflix since May,
0: like I think May yeah, 15th. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, m- my man's came through with the fucking. Uh, first of all,
1: mm-hmm. my man
0: karate chopped the shit out of that fish, dog. <laughs> 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 he drops uh, that fish in there, and he's, uh, it's fucking wham! Like he's trying to chop a fucking <laughs> brick in half. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ang loses his fucking mind, bro. <laughs> And it becomes a, like, giant fish thing. Just like, yeah, whoosh. that's just, like, fucking knocking people. Yeah, just, like, mm-hmm. blowing shit up. Um, Zuko has the cool fight with Zhao, which is yeah. his...
1: Are they related? No. See, I don't remember. You mentioned that in an episode, and then when you... I was listening to the episode back, and I was like, I meant to look that up after we recorded that, because I don't remember. I don't think they are. I think it's uh, yeah, just, like, right. a high-ranking military dude.
0: Yeah, that's been around for a long time. You know yeah. what I mean? Probably just mm-hmm. close to the family because he is high-ranking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that happened. Um, yeah, nah, that was intense. Like, I remember IS. I was like, I don't know if the action's going to pick up. I feel like it has to, but there's not a lot. Action picked up, dog. Just fucking water bitch slapping people off the
1: fucking ice. <laughs> just like launching them. Yeah. Um, and I liked. Um... It's sort of like in the, for most of the first season. I liked uh, Sokka just okay. I was like, "Hey, he's okay. Like he's just yeah. like one of the little side characters." Um, but I really liked, you know, the little ang- the arc that they gave him in that finale. And it's sort of like when I watched it, I was like, "Okay, he's destined for something better than what I thought they were." I thought he was gonna be just like the sh- like a, like a Krillin, like just like a yeah. shitty sidekick that I never <laughs> end up giving a fuck about. Um, Yo, Krell,
0: the difference is Krillin fucking dies in every <laughs> every saga in Dragon Ball because like the <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, I didn't watch Dragon Ball, so I so I don't like really remember either, much yep. about like Piccolo or anything. But Dragon Ball Z, I, I guess I don't know that he dies in the Saiyan saga. I really just can't remember. It wouldn't surprise me at all though if he yeah. died. Um, Frieza cuts that man in half, bro, and and that shit. I've never. What's funny is it's like, I feel like maybe a little devastating as a kid when he gets cut in half. But as an adult, like...
1: Especially when you know what's coming afterward.
0: Right, and Freeze is just shitting on everybody left and right. And Kroon's like, Destructo Disc! And I'm like, get this fucking plate out of here, dog. (laughs) Like, and fucking Freeze is like, nope. Fucking sends that shit back. Um... But yeah, no. And then he dies himself. I, he, the man dies every single fucking time. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I was
1: like, this is what he's always for. It's
0: like, he's the little kid just meddling in grown folks business.
1: You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and he gets a girlfriend, point... and he's like, oh. And then his girlfriend gets sucked up by a parasite alien thing. <laughs> and, and that parasite alien thing kills him. Um,
0: <laughs> I just don't like, at some point, realistically, in Dragon Ball Z, like, Goku or Piccolo or any of the people around them should have told, like, him yamcha and like tn like y'all should probably just hang the fuck back like like, it's like all you guys, guys do is come in here and get your ass beat mm-hmm. like uh, like you have never ever been important
1: to anything happening they always like, end up like fucking uh mojo jojo with his like his brain oozing out of his <laughs> yeah, helmet, of his, helmet. <laughs> his fucking eyeball hanging out and tongue going in the
0: opposite direction yeah, that's them every single fucking time. So at some point, like, after you got wished back for the third time with the fucking Dragon Balls, they should have been like, hey, I know you want to help, but i mean you to stay your ass at home. Because <laughs> if we fuck up and don't get these Dragon Balls, you died for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> But yes, they did give Sokka a little arc. Mm-hmm. I kind of... I don't know, like, that... It's weird because it's almost a necessity of the show, I feel like, because... So much of it is just, like, um, little stories along the way while also... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like, none of the events that you really go through are, like, super tied to the... Like, if the Fire Nation's not directly involved, really nothing that happened mattered. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like even the training... Like, the training feels a little iffy to me because one thing I will say is I feel like uh, Katara is, like, random... That's her name, Right.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's
0: randomly like all of a sudden like an amazing waterbender <laughs> like mm-hmm. like the season starts and she's like trying to pull a fish out of the like river right, water. Right. Yeah. Right. By the end of season 1 with no water trainer waterbender around, mm-hmm. she goes toe to toe with like the head trainer of the North Pole water tribe like to to yeah. determine that like she should be allowed to bend even though she's a girl. And I just like, where always, did this happen? Yeah, uh,
1: I just always assumed I was like, I guess that they, you know, all the, like, their adventures, like, you know, we see them over 22 episodes, but that shit happened over, like, months. That's what I was thinking, that, that she was just practicing.
0: That doesn't really work, though, because the Avatar vision is that he has to, like, the comet's coming at the end of summer, right? Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I like, forgot about the comet You, you being have to do this early. before the comet gets here, so, like, um... Like, that, that's an issue, but, like, my other problem, though, is that, like, by that same logic, it's not, like, Aang, but, like, like all of a sudden, at the end of the North Pole, he's like, Katara, you train Aang to be the best waterbender. <laughs> I'm like, they basically <laughs> had the same fucking starting point. As a matter of fact, like, five episodes ago, Katara got pissed off because Aang was waterbending everything better than she was. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: what happened? Maybe mm-hmm. they like they were like we got thirty episodes and then Nickelodeon was like actually you got twenty like, yeah. shit.
0: <laughs> Either way, like those are like small things that I just like I'm like what happened, but like it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um and, and the another thing is at the end of uh, season one, the the Sokka and the princess thing happens That's real right. fucking quick. To be serious,
1: what's your name Azuli or whatever? Yeah, I, yeah. But I th- I think that like I just thought it was so well done that I was like oh it's like it's like a crush but it happens so fast it's like a for me it was like a romeo and juliet type thing where it's like it just happens so fast and they just click that i'm willing to forgive it because they're young yeah it's like they're you'll you'll like yeah
0: and I, i'm willing to look past it but like I, I there was still a part of me that was like like that was like, damn that was quick he, he sees you her crush? the first time yeah no he sees her the first time right and then the second time he like asks her out and she says okay when they meet that night she's like i'm married and i'm like what what the fuck just happened bro <laughs> like I haven't even spoke she's like i can't i'm married like, <laughs> but or, or soon to be married mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but yeah that was just that caught me off guard but everything has been going really well i do like all the characters um they did a they- good oh go ahead
1: Say, and you should have met my favorite villain. I think I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. I was like, my favorite villain shows up at the end of season one. And it's uh, Azula. Oh,
0: for like one split second? Yes. At the very end where he's like, yes. Zuko's yeah. dad's like, he's a bitch. I need yeah, you to handle it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We need backup here. Yeah, <laughs> and like, it's his th- yeah. sister. Yeah. What's funny is like, I, I feel like there's a line. Maybe in literally the last episode or the episode before the last one. Where he mentions his sister, and I'm like, I swear that's the first time he's talked about his sister. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't think he even remotely says he has a sister until like either the episode before or the season finale. This is
1: the season finale, yeah, and yeah. And so yeah. like,
0: yeah. I legitimately in my head was like, did they did they know that the whole time, or was or were they like, <laughs> did they get like halfway through the season and they're like, hold on, where's we need this a going? Um, we need, we, need to we, can't, and, <laughs>
1: right. we can't bring out the fire lord just yet, yeah, we need to. <laughs>
0: This is moving in kind of quick. uh, Yeah. But, um, and I've seen two episodes into season two mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like I picked up by osmosis before I started watching at some point mm-hmm. that like lightning bending is a real fucking big deal. And she like, the very first time you see her, she's like, I'm um, shooting lightning got my fingertips. And oh yeah. Like, oh, cracked, that's, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's that blue
1: lightning. That's fucking sweet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's next level fire right there. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, everything seems super dope. I'm definitely still into it. Um, I don't. Ha- I haven't had anything to really complain about. Uh, oh, the f- beginning of season one. It, it, there's a trope that I feel like I've seen. Maybe trope's not the right word. Um, but like, there's a an event that happens, and I feel like I've seen it in like every movie ever. And somehow, like, I can't name any of the movies it's been in. What is? But it? but the Earth guy like tries to get Aang into the Avatar state. And, like, oh, he, then, like, fake kidnaps... like, kills Katara and then pulls her up. And he's like, you're in the Avatar State. Everything's fine. And I was like, that's not how this is going to work. <laughs>
1: and he just yeah, I know what you blows mean. It's up like, the city. <laughs> I feel like it's in superhero movies. I mean, in the show that I'm about to talk about in a little bit, it actually happens, too, where, like, somebody will be like, oh, if you can do this, you can do it. Like, show me. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: Like, they try to harness the power that's, like, forbidden power. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and then it immediately backfires.
1: Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even like Dragon Ball Z a little bit, with Vegeta letting Cell take the androids. Oh, yeah, And being like, you're not strong enough, take the next one, so you can be as strong as me, and then it backfires because he ends up being stronger than Vegeta.
0: Yeah, I hate that... Bro, every time Goku gives a villain a sensu bean in Dragon Ball Z, I want to shoot myself in the face. Like, <laughs> it's about he's like, hey, you're it. almost dead? Here, have a sensu bean. It's like, why did we do this? Like, I understand you like to fight, but this man's about to destroy the Earth. Maybe you should take that up some other time. <laughs> Krillin's about to die for the love of God. Think of Krillin. Yo, Krillin will have already died to the villain. He's like, have a sensu bean. <laughs> <laughs> he just killed your boy. What happened? <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm definitely into the rest of season two. Um, I saw somebody um, tweet. They were like, what's there was a tweet that was like, um, name a character or, or show where they introduced a character like mid either season or mid story, like overall show. And, oh, like and after I him season be- one? Yeah, something like that, and it immediately yeah. got better and someone posted the picture of like her looking up at the end of season one. Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh okay, so this is gonna be great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, Azula's great. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, she well, I won't say anything, but yeah, she's great and she's uh I guess we can talk about that too in a little bit if you want. I I, I had a couple of examples for that one. Okay. Um but we can talk about it after, after as we wrap up what we've been watching. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, anything else on Avatar on the first season?
0: Uh no, nah. I mean it was really solid. Anybody that's on the fence if I didn't just spoil everything for you. I mean, I'm really only at the end of season 1. So, <laughs> definitely go watch it though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely do, definitely do. And so um yeah, so I um also started uh The Boys season 2. And this is on Amazon Prime and I don't I don't remember if I've talked about it on here. I think we started the podcast after I had watched the first season. Yeah, I don't think um, we
0: watched it but i think you did mention it because i was talking about uh like superheroes or like uh them having to just forget about certain heroes abilities and what they can do and then you mentioned like the the boys version of the
1: flash at one point just like runs through someone and turns them into red mist yes that was it yep 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 that was it yeah and so i started season two and it's uh it's great it's just as good as season one it's still just i only got i think three or four episodes in which i think is already half the season but so far i mean the wheels are turning and the plot's going and i really like it um they added a character named stormfront uh which ends up being one of the main superheroes and um she's been a great addition she plays the i I guess she ends up being a villain but the whole show is about like fucking villains Right,
0: the whole
1: thing is that, like, superheroes are terrible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So. And, uh, to paraphrase something that someone else on a podcast said, they said, you know, the great thing about the boys or, like, something that's fun is that every time you watch it, you end up seeing something truly horrific or something that's, like, Jesus Christ, like, I can't (laughs) believe they did that. Not in, like, a depressing way, but just in, like, a, my God, kind of way. Right. Um, eh, but it's good, and, I mean, the villain, the main villain is great, and so I, I, I'm really enjoying it, um. I should have it wrapped up by the next time we record. Um, so I'm very excited because every time I, I talk about it or I tweet about it or whatever, I always get responses like, whoa, like this season's crazy. Or like, man, I, you you won't believe what's going to happen in the latest episode. So it kind of like with you with Azula. I was like, shit, yeah, let's go. Like, you know, <laughs> right. like I'm seeing you know, right just from context clues. Um, But yeah the, yeah, the boys season two on Amazon Prime. Pretty good. When you said like you see some like every episode, you see something
0: horrifying yeah, I feel like like a good example is like it's like every episode of The Voice, you see like a brand new Mortal Kombat fatality. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh my like, God. like I was
1: like, oh my Jesus! And
0: and he there just wasn't... ripped that man's face off, slapped him with it, and then broke his body in
1: half. <laughs> right. You're not too off. You're not, you're not far off. Um, there is one action sequence that's like a chase at the end of I think it's I want to say it's the third episode that I thought was just as good, maybe not just as good, but it was close to, like, Game of Thrones, like, maybe not Marvel level in terms of special effects, but there's this great chase scene um, Mm -hmm. that that goes, like, these two heroes, or this villain is chasing these people who have powers up, like, this apartment building, and there's, like, great shots from, like, on the outside, and people, like, fucking, like... I mean, it looks great, and it looks, like, movie level. And, like, at the end, I was like, holy shit, like, that was, like, real action. Which is something that I don't think would have been possible, like, ten years ago? Right. Every
0: time you see like, you know what a good example is? Fucking any of those fucking Warner, Warner Brothers like, TV shows, like those are, ones, yeah. Those get like a little iffy on some some action sequences. Mm-hmm. Like early ones at least. Like I'm sure now you know it, like the industry is just caught up a little bit, but some of the early ones are a little rough. Yeah, um, I
1: mean I've seen the ones the Supergirl ones. Yeah. They oh, those are rough. terrible, bro. <laughs> and, and I feel to... like
0: the like Green Arrows are okay because I feel like everything's kind of grounded with Green mm-hmm. Arrow, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think like I think you can do low budget Batman, right? Cuz realistically, he's just a guy with like gadgets and like yeah. martial arts. It's like a like Daredevil. But I don't, like yeah, Netflix. you can do low Yeah, you can do low budget like Punisher, low budget Daredevil. I don't think you can do low budget like Superman or Supergirl. You know what I mean? Like, there's too much mm-hmm. extra mm-hmm. shit going on. Um, like, the scope of all the destruction and power has to be too large, and it just kind of falls apart. Um,
1: yeah, and that was my worry watching, or when I before I started the show, I was like, well, like, you know, they clearly they have like a ninja one, right? They have like a ninja one, and they have like um, an Aquaman one, which is like sort of a bit easier, like a Wonder Woman one. But then when they had like the Superman one, the evil Superman one, Homelander, you go mm-hmm. like, I hope they can pull it off because you know it's like it's evil. He's evil, but he has Superman powers, right? right? So you go like, I hope it doesn't. The budget isn't doesn't go too crazy, but right. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, when
0: you said it was like Game of Thrones level, I was in my head. I was like, oh, so it's like pitch black and you can't see anything. I mean um. it is pretty gray. Um that was the thing is
1: that it's it's interesting that they they I mean very clearly have chosen the snack the snack. The Zack Snyder like visual the snack snack language. Snyder. <laughs> um <laughs> like if you watch like Batman versus Superman or Man of Steel it's like this exact look to it and I think it's on purpose. I think it's pretty much like oh you know That's, you want to see violent and gritty? Here's your violent and gritty. Like, you know, you want to make Superman a murderous asshole in your universe? This is what he would really be like. Right. Um,
0: So I do think it's a conscious effort. This is the uh, things are bleak and down to earth, uh, like, color palette. (laughs) Yes.
1: And it's so interesting because I think they do that for two reasons. I think one, of course, to make fun of Zack Snyder in that sort of gritty, dark, murder verse, like, universe shit. Right. But then I also think the costumes, I think. I think when you, as a viewer, do not have a history of seeing someone dressed up like Batman or dressed up like Superman, if you see them in those costumes and the costumes aren't like a $100 million, $200 million movie budget costumes. They
0: look like shit. They look a little <laughs> cheap. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> and I noticed that because in one of the scenes, they're interviewing Homelander, who is the Superman equivalent, and Maeve, who is the um, Wonder Woman equivalent. Okay. and um, they they are on, like, Maria Menounos or some fucking talk show. And the way the show does is that it, it like, shows, you know, like, a close-up, and it's, like, in the color palette of the show. It's, like, the visual style of the show. And then it cuts to, like, what it would look like on TV. And it's, like, on TV, it, like, sort of cuts to that, and it's, like, bright, and it looks sort of like what you would look like if you turned on a daytime talk show. And right. it looks so bright, and the costumes <laughs> look bordering on cheap. So I was thinking, I was like, "Damn!" So that's why, because if you <laughs> color down, degrade, it looks serious. But I'm sure if you saw them in like on a you know on a set or like daytime or whatever, Homelander, I'm sure is like six foot, and then he's got this bright red, white, and blue outfit, right, which is right. But yeah, it would look it would
0: look like it would look like what we talked about with the first Avengers movie where Captain America's wearing that outfit. And you're like, it's pretty shitty other than the fact that it's Captain America. Right. But like yes, this exactly. doesn't have the benefit of being a guy that already existed. So it just kind of looks like shit. It kind of looks like
1: shit. It looks like the fucking uh, the Rain Wilson movie where he plays a superhero super where he's got the red hood and he's beating the assholes up with a wrench. It's like, OK, so I think that's why the the the, the, the palette is so dark. Um, I think it's to sort of cover up any purposes. sort of budgetary inadequacies, but then also so that it makes fun of Zack Snyder's fucking annoying visual style. Right.
0: Yeah, I, I, I've wanted to watch that before, but like, I don't have Amazon Prime, um, so I, I don't know when mm-hmm. I'll ever watch it. But yeah. um,
1: if, I will say, if you if you ahead. start buying stuff on Amazon or if you like end up needing to buy stuff more often on Amazon, I think Prime is totally worth it. Um, both for the shows and just like you know getting your shit quickly,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and there was a short period of time where I had like lined up like three or four things I needed to order on Amazon. I was like, let me hit that seven day trial right now, <laughs> or the <laughs> one month trial, <laughs> <laughs> like I everything I needed, and then my, mm-hmm. my my cart was fucking empty. Um, but yeah, so definitely want to check, uh, the boys. Um, mm-hmm. but going from that. Uh, going from you know what we've been watching and in my case uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, let's talk about some quick movie news. Um, yes. James Cameron says Avatar 2 is done and 3 is almost complete.
1: Yes. I should know. I should know. Uh, two is done f- filming. So like yes, when they sorry. have peep motherfuckers in suits, that's what's done. <laughs> and then three is almost done. Nobody's in paint. body paint right now or no. <laughs> Yeah. Um so have we talked about Avatar on here before? Have you seen it? I don't know. I I can't I have remember. Not, I, and I've I, I have
0: literally never had the urge to watch that movie.
1: Yeah, like I I watched it I think a couple times in theater and I've seen it maybe once since. Um but you know, it was the biggest movie of all time both domestically and internationally for like fucking years. I mean, I think right. just last year Endgame finally passed it worldwide um but it's great i mean it's it's pretty good for what it's doing it's like that a A plus movie but i would say i'll say like maybe it's like a b plus a minus um and i I think it still looks fucking great it was awesome watching it the first time i think Um, i think it
0: got like I, i think the one of the reasons it had to like it did so well as it did is i think it was a Again, I haven't seen it, so I'm just fucking speaking from literally nothing. But like, I feel like it was probably a pretty good movie on its own. But like, also along with that was like the like a guy catching like the newest technology and using it to its like fullest potential almost immediately. So it like, I feel like I remember everyone saying like, even at the time they're like, visually this is insane compared to anything you've seen. Like, like mm, visually, mm. you know what I mean. Like, it, it does so much more than anything you've seen at the time. And I'm sure that gap has closed some now, just because you know technology has advanced. But I- I'm sure the gap was huge when it came out.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it it was, and and um, it, like I I think it I think it's like I said, it's the, I think it still looks great, and I think I'm so excited for this one, uh, for two reasons. Uh, for one, people always make the joke. That's like, oh, Avatar 2's coming out. Did anybody ask for this? Avatar 1, who remembers that one? I'm like, well, you know, like, the characters aren't that memorable. But, like, people remember the story. They know that it was, like, some sort of environmental thing. Right. And it's, like, aliens on a planet. Like, there's not much to it. And then I'm always... People are always like, oh, do you remember who it is? And I'm like, well, John Wick is fucking huge. Do you remember anybody else's name besides John Wick? No. You know, you, right. you, oh, oh, it's the guy from Deadwood. And then the guy from Game of Thrones is in the first one. And, and I think Callie Berry's in it. Like, right? Like, like... Not everybody has to be fucking Iron Man in terms of brand name recognition.
0: Right. I will um, say I, I, I did have that same reaction. I, I think for me, though, the issue was like, I feel like the time gap was fucking huge. Like, I remember at one point, it might have been before and it had to have been before Endgame because I think, I think it was like kind of as things were starting to get toward the end. Like, I think we were getting towards the end of the Star Wars trilogy. Like maybe just after the second one of release, but like Disney put out like a release schedule or like um like the stuff that's in filming, and it was like fucking like uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Or it was like Star Wars like three or whatever, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. And it was
0: like Star Wars like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I was like, holy shit, they're really fucking banking on that. And then it was like Marvel movie, Marvel movie, Marvel movie, Marvel movie, like yeah. like for like four years. But then I remember seeing like. It was like, Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5. I was like, it's been like, it's been... When did Avatar 1 come out? Uh,
1: 2009. So, it's going like, to be... At
0: the time, it had been like nine years, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you're just like, no, nah, the second one, the third one, the fourth one, the fifth one. I was like, what the fuck? Like, you have no idea. There's yeah. no precedent that shows you that the second one would be good. Yeah. At least with Star Wars, I can be like, well, you had the original trilogy, and then a huge gap, and then the prequel trilogy, then another huge gap. You know what I mean? Like, people will come to see a Star Wars movie regardless. Mm-hmm. And people will come to see a Marvel movie regardless, largely, at this point. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah,
1: this but one is like... Brand, all of a yeah.
0: sudden it was just like avatar two three four five i was like what the fuck just happened like there's no i it's been nine years and nobody's constantly talking about
1: avatar hmm yeah i mean i it, it's gonna be interesting like i wonder how they came to it right um right like how did they decide like all right we <laughs>
0: our 10-year plan the last 10 years only included one avatar movie our three-year plan now includes like... Fucking three four more. Four sorry already.
1: Yeah, like, what happened? And so this is very interesting because I think this is a completely different way of doing... This is doing movies like TV shows. So, right. you know, when you do season two, when you get an order for season two, you go, okay... Or like something like um, <clears throat> like Breaking Bad. They had the idea, not concrete at all. But like a very vague, very fucking blurry version of what the whole show was going to be. But they didn't write it down. They just went season by season. So then when you do a season, you go, all right, we got 12 episodes and we got this much story to tell. And then you chop it up and everybody writes their own part. Everybody directs their own part. The actors go across it, right? You do it like as a season TV show, right? Mm -hmm. So this is the same thing they're doing for this, where they're going, all right, we have the whole story from, you know, we're not doing we're not doing Avatar 2, shutting it down turning it back on for Avatar 3, shutting it down, turning it back on for 4, they're doing all as one big mega production. I mean, the whole, all, what is it, one two three the 4 movies, they're all going to cost $1 billion altogether, which is actually kind of a bargain. And... Yeah, sounds it. And then you just do, alright, While well, we're doing on 2, these 2 writers will do 3, these other writers will do 4, and James Cameron will direct all of them all as one big giant fucking, what is that, 4 times 2, like 10 or 11 hour movie, mega movie. And then you just chop it up. Um, So we'll see if that works. It's such a complete. I mean, this is like. We were talking about a couple weeks ago where we, you know, movies that do back to back, like John Wick and stuff. This is doing a movie back to back to back to back. And it's never been done before. I mean, the closest is Lord of the Rings, and that was only three. Right. And and what's
0: nuts to me is that, like. Again, like even Lord of the Rings, right? Was three movies. Mm -hmm. But, like you knew Lord of the Rings was wildly popular. And you knew you know what, what the mean? story was. The story was right. known, right? Right. Everyone knew what the story was, and you knew that people were going to come out in droves for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it. No one would have been like, all right, guys, we want to go ahead and just start and film, the, you know, the first three Harry Potter movies all as one production. And some would be like, I don't know if that's going to be popular enough. You know what I mean? Like, no, everyone would be like, yes, everyone's showing up for all the Harry Potter movies. Fuck it. But like, Avatar, like I said, it's just—it's been nine years, and and it's not like people have, well, people I know, which is anecdotal evidence at best. But like, it's not like people have been like, "I need Avatar two in my life." Like right, right now, yeah. I'm like fucking fiending for it. I need um, the Navi shit, yeah, man. <laughs> I need that blue shit. Yeah, um, no, nah, because if they wanted blue shit, they would have just watched ozark, But <laughs> 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 but like, it's just like. That's a real fucking jump. You know what I mean? Like, I I guess the idea is that, like, James Cameron's great. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. like, it's not going to be bad. But I just feel like, boy, this way, way, if you do this production and the fucking second one, like, a lot of people come to see it and then it doesn't get great reviews, you're going to be in
1: bad shape. Yeah, because you're like, we're in this for fucking three more? (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I mean, and you're so right about the Harry Potter thing. Because, so Harry Potter 1 and 2, so if you watch Harry Potter, all of them, sort of in a row. Mm-hmm. One and two are directed by the same guy, Chris Columbus, and he, they both look the same. They look kind of like how I was saying earlier about the suits looking cheap because they're very brightly lit. You mm-hmm. know, everything looks very. He set the universe on, off on, a, on the right foot, but everything looks very brightly lit. It all looks very like cheap. Not cheap looking, but very like, okay, you can kind of see it sort of rubbing people the wrong way just because of the way it looks. Right, and if nothing else, I
0: mean, it, it is what it is. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's kids in robes. You know what right. I mean? Right, like kids robe in robes. Just, you know? it,
1: <laughs> it all has the same aesthetic, like, for the first two. But then three, Alfonso Cuaron comes in. And it, dude, it, the, the fucking franchise does, like, a 90-degree angle. And the rest of the series looks more like what he does in three. And it looks great. And I, that, that one is still my favorite one because it looks great. And the the things that where they put the world seems more real. It mm-hmm. seems like they were in on actual fucking mountains, in actual like fields and stuff, instead of on sets, which is what one and two feels like. Yeah. So I feel like that, where it's like, imagine doing that, you know, imagine if, they, like you said, if they were done Harry Potter one, two, three, and then by the time you get to three, people are like, oh, okay, I mean, like, is this hit? Like, you're just gonna show me fucking brightly lit stages? Like, okay, I mean,
0: right? Like, right. They, and and at least with Harry Potter, even if that was the case, like the. The backbone is still like one of the most wildly popular series of books. Already, yep. Right, so it's like people, even if it's not great, as long as it's not terrible, like the people that enjoy the books will will still come watch it. You know what I mean? Like so, so like your your base your floor is way higher than I feel like it is with Avatar. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you put out a bad Avatar two, Avatar three is going to be getting fucking crickets.
1: Yes. And at that point, like, what the fuck do you do? Like, yeah. if two is done filming and three is almost Th- complete... That $1 billion bargain starts anything. to
0: look like a fucking real problem.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I am excited for them. I mean, I, I'm honestly genuinely excited for them. Because for me, it's like, you must have something there right like you have the most talented visual effects artists in the world and you're basically giving them a blank check to say come give me the fucking wildest most insane shit you can think of and make it look real and we'll put it on film and we'll we're giving you a billion dollars blank check dude put put whatever comes to your mind in terms of sci-fi shit and put it on film and that's why i'm like yes let's go <laughs> Because if they had said, you know, James Cameron, we're giving you $100 million, make what you can of it, uh, you know, fucking do miniatures and shit, um, right? And I'd be like, I mean I, I mean, I trust him to do like a good solid action movie, but I mean, this guy isn't like the guy that's doing uh, Blumhouse productions. I mean, this guy's he has the universe to make, the, the fucking right. everything in the universe to make whatever he wants, and he's doing four of them. I'm like, I'm on board.
0: You know what that reminded me of is that, so there's a series of games called Middle Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. Um, made by Hideo Kojima, who's, again, like, one of the head... Like, the most respected guy in the video game industry, probably. Like, he, he might be number one in the video game industry in, in terms of just, like, how well he's respected amongst everybody else in the industry. Probably him um, and the,
1: like, the Mario guy, right? I forget what his name is. Yeah. It's yeah, like they're probably... S?
0: Yeah, they're... I can't remember his name. But, yeah, they're probably one and two, legitimately. Mm-hmm. And... I heard a story from a guy who loves these games and, like, keeps up with it all the time. And I'm, like, pretty sure it's true. But, so, Hideo Kojima did all these Metal Gear Solid games for Konami. And his most recent game is Death Stranding for his own production company for PlayStation exclusive. So, basically, what happened was that Hideo Kojima had this project, Metal Gear Solid. He did one, two, and three. And then by the time he finished three, he was like, I'm starting to get a little tired of this, like like my vision's like like I'm tired of making these games but my vision isn't complete. So he makes Metal Gear Solid 4 which is that like it's supposed to be the end of everything and it does leave a lot of holes open but they're not necess- it's not all like plot holes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not like there's no possible answer. It was just like you didn't get the answer. And and one way I've heard those games described is that it's like 90% like political Government like like espionage drama, you know what I mean, that kind of thing. And then like ten percent magic, like there's some weird. (laughs) There's a dude on fire, you know what I mean. And it's like you get these little elements of like supernatural that randomly just kind of occur, Mm -hmm. And, and it and it almost fits because like realistically, like how ridiculous is a Splinter Cell game? Like it's one agent that has taken down like. Three governments and, like, gone rogue and taken... You know what I mean? like Yeah, that was like, was Sam Fisher, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, some of, like, Metal Gear Solid, like, you get, like, you know, you get these supernatural elements of a dude who, like, can mind control people and, like, another guy who's, like, a guy on fire on a horse. You know what I mean? So, it's, like, 90%, like, all this political and then, like, 10% magic. So, like, realistically, for those plot holes that you didn't get the answers to, you could just be, like, you know, it's 10% magic, and 90% political government. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. and And... So he was done with it. And then Konami was like, this makes too much money and there's still plenty of story to be told. We need you to make another one. And so Hideo Kojima, sticking to his guns, is like, I don't want to do this, but if I'm going to do it, it's going to be done right. And he's known for taking forever to put out games. And basically what happened is that Konami was like, look, you're good, but like, you're fucking up. Like this is taking forever. It's taking the most ignorant amount of money. Like all this, like uh, you need to put something out, and he's like, "I'm not putting it out half-assed." And they're like, "Bro, we need you to put something out right now." Um, he, when you said like uh, James Cameron, like with a billion-dollar budget, just do whatever he wants.
1: Yeah, Hideo yeah. Kojima.
0: So you know a mocap suit, right? For like a yes. human, it's got yeah, like a yeah. bunch of little dots on it, so that way you can mimic actual movements. Hideo Kojima mocapped a horse. Bro, he <laughs> put a mocap suit on a fucking horse to get like all the proper movements of the horse. And it's like, that's one of those things. That's like, at some point, like you have to draw a line. Like my man paid the, and it was so expensive because it had to design a fucking mocap suit. You can have to a on a horse. For a horse but... and <laughs> Like, put the dots in the right spots to, like, mimic, like,
1: muscular structure. So and he's he like, you know, we this. have footage of horses running for, like, a, a hundred years. They, they like, I were want the suit, like, dog. After <laughs> humans, they were literally the next thing that was photographed and filmed. <laughs>
0: He was like, "Nah, I need the mocap suit. <laughs> so he fucking mocapped a horse, and I was like, "That's the most over the top shit I could ever imagine." Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they were looking at the budget sheet for that game, and they're like, "Okay, this many hours this many... What the fuck is this? And he was like, I... <laughs> "He's like, add the mocap a horse." He's like, "Dog, you couldn't have just... <laughs> there have been horses in millions of video games. You couldn't just wing it." Like, a
1: thousand dollars for a poop scooper.
0: Yes, because they had the fucking real time. Like, my man went and detailed like the horse shitting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's a thing in Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, that's, I mean, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. I I remember watching or watching like a making of for Game of Thrones for one of their battle episodes, and they were talking about the logistics. they were like, yeah, we had to build like a small, com- like town shaped community. Just for the horses to go and poop because there were so many horses and so much birch, uh, po- uh horse shit. So it's like that. It's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, we got to make sure to, you know, think about every single aspect of the horse. <laughs> right.
0: We have to, we yeah. have to build a suit. We yeah. can make it strong. Like, <laughs> like, my man made the Iron Man suit for the horse. Um, but yeah, no, that was just like, and clearly, like, they were, they're on the outs. You know what I mean? There's yeah. not a good relationship between those two. And I guarantee at some point that fucking moke like horse moke suit was the final straw. Someone was like they were like, look, you're costing us a lot of money. We understand you got like all these you know you want to make sure it's done right, but we really need you to put something out or speed up the process. And then like a week later they were like, What the fuck? Why is there <laughs> <laughs> why is there He's a fucking longer- <laughs> video game? What the fuck
1: <laughs> no. Cut that shit the fuck off. <laughs> that shit the fuck off. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, <sighs> I know what you mean and I I think so I'm usually hesitant when people are given blank checks, especially fuckers who think that they're like auteurs, which I guess he, uh, Hideo Kojima is a little bit like that. Cause then he ends up oh, spending up so much time and you're like, it almost borders on like incomprehensible. Right. And right.
0: To Hideo Kojima's credit it's like all of them were critically acclaimed game of the year, super well yeah. received. So and that's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then he makes Death Stranding and everyone's like, I don't know. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, all right, well, here we go. Like now it's going to get shaky.
1: Because that—that's what I was gonna say—is that you know the last two movies that James Cameron has made, both of them were being fucking torn apart before they ever, ever, even came out. People were like, "These are gonna bomb. They're gonna be fucking terrible. They're gonna be." What were the last two shit. movies? Oh uh, well, it was um, Titanic and Avatar, both oh, okay. of which ended up being the biggest movies of all time when they came out. And fucking Avatar right. won eleven Oscars. I think. Oh no, no. Uh, Titanic won eleven Oscars. Titan- Avatar won like at least I think four or five biggest movies ever. I mean, I think, you know, Titanic did have a bigger cultural impact, you know, to this day. Um, but that's like, it's kind of like that, where it's like, you know, you go like, I don't know, James Cameron, going to give him that much money. But then you go, hey, I mean, look at the last two. And it's like that. It's like Hideo Kojima, it's like, we're going to give him all this money and shit to do all these weird video games. And it's like, well, look at the Metal Gear Solid series. Holy and shit. I've, so I'm looking at James Cameron's like list of movies.
0: <laughs>
1: that man has some hits. Except, uh-huh. He's got like eight. I think it's like eight or nine movies total. Like, if we go backwards, it's like Avatar, Titanic, True Lies, Terminator 2, I think he did The Abyss, he Aliens. He did the first Terminator, maybe? The first Terminator, Aliens. Um... Yeah, The Abyss. He did, uh, he's, Alita
0: Battle Angel is on here. Yeah, he pr- Which... I think he produced it. I've actually heard that movie's great, but I cannot get past the uh, the main girl's eyes the, the in the trailer. Are, I was like, yeah,
1: yeah I can't. <laughs> I, I think I do think you eventually do get used to it, and you sort of take her not as a real person, but like as a like Davy Jones or like King Kong, like see like Gollum, where you're like, okay, like it's like your brain goes, it's a real person up to a point, but then the rest goes, oh, it's just like a cartoon character.
0: Right, and, and I think that fits to what the character is because she's like a robot, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. so I guess it works. It's just like the. It, it it hits like the wrong part and like lands perfectly in the uncanny valley you know mm. what i mean you're just like no nah, i don't like that mm. <laughs> like um, at least Gollum was enough of a monster you know what i mean like he looked like gross so you're like no nah, it all makes sense like i get it <laughs> like he wasn't supposed to look like a regular person at all mm-hmm. you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah he's supposed to be like you know ghoulish enough to be like okay like it's not a real person right um So, uh, what was I saying about James Cameron? Yeah, so I'm excited. We'll see how it goes. Um, We have like I think like two more years before the next one even only comes out, and it you know seeing as how COVID's going, I'm sure it might even get pushed back into the year. So it'll end up being close to 15 years since the first one came out.
0: Yeah, that's that. You're putting a lot of money on something like that. I feel like you know what I mean. Yeah, I get it. And obviously he's got the resume, but just like, oof. Like, I, I would be trepidatious. Is that the word?
1: Mm-hmm. I would I be
0: trepidatious it. about, like, putting that much money on it. I mean, ultimately, if you were like, do you want to make this bet or not? I'd be like, yes, probably. But I definitely would feel uneasy about it. Like, after I put the money down and until I saw it win, I'd
1: be like, ah, oh boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. Yes, and especially now that maybe fucking theaters might be dead by the time that the movie comes right? out, so, like... I could really
0: fuck up your fucking budgeting right there. Like, yeah, James Cameron's like, like I'm gonna save to God, movie
1: theaters. God,
0: a... <laughs> and, like, this is like, I swear to God, billion dollars
1: seemed right at the time, you don't understand. understand, Avatar, Avengers made a billion dollars in the first weekend, we were writing high, <laughs> we were flush with cast, we were closer to God <laughs> than we've ever been.
0: Oh, God. All right, so... Uh, We've been on movies for a hot minute, but the quick yeah. other movie news: Moonlight director Barry
1: Jenkins is doing Lion King too. I saw the news, dude. Literally, I saw this news and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> right? Like, okay. what the shit? I've never it's seen like...
0: Moonlight, but I was like, "I don't see the, I don't see where these skill sets
1: cross." <laughs> exactly, dude. Moonlight is like, I mean, I I like it. I've I've only seen it once. I really liked it. I, I thought it was great. Um, but it's like, you know, it's like an art house movie, right? Like it won Oscars. It won Best Picture. It's like an art house. Like top 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 shit, right? Mm-hmm. And so then you go, hey, you go from making that and making another small drama called If Beale Street if Beale Street Could Talk, which was like another small drama, right? Like, uh, fucking what did I say? Um, indie movie, art house, to doing the Lion King two, like the live action sequel to like a fucking just corporate machine movie, right? <laughs> right,
0: and also the first one wasn't like. Like,
1: everyone got done with the first one, and they're like, eh? Like, that was literally the collective reaction to the Lion King one. It was like, eh? But then, Mm -hmm. it it was like, eh, but here's a billion fucking dollars. And you go, okay, I mean, I guess. (laughs) I'm interested, I, I would love to know, like, which side started this. And why? Like, was right. did my Jenkins man put just... in the resume? Like, <laughs> he was
0: like, yeah. "Check this out. I did
1: these two movies. I could definitely do these
0: CGI animals." <laughs>
1: like, like, sir, we have a call from a Barry Jenkins. Like, what did he do? Oh, he said his movie won Best Picture four years ago. Like, and they were crazy? like, "Sure, <laughs> and then, sure." I mean, and okay. then he showed up, and
0: they were like, well, "So, what were you on?" <laughs> you know what I mean? And then he was like, "Oh uh, no, I did Moonlight." And he was like, "Ah, uh, fuck."
1: Um. He was like, how, <laughs> "How did you find out about the Lion King one? Were you on a plane?" were you in a tarmac <laughs> stranded and there was nothing else to watch like how did you <laughs> uh, because he must have watched it right, right. And so this is guy he had I mean, to I've watch seen... it
0: and been like this is just the soulless fucking machine machine movie. bullshit you know, movie right we like took the, this of art of the first one we took the art out of the first one and just made it
1: look real and shitty and yeah. look, he was like I think I can hop on board <laughs> I got this I got ideas for this Man, my mind is racing thinking about all the soulless line faces I, I can animate <laughs> To, like, so th- I've seen interviews with this guy and this is somebody who like he'll be like yeah this is just like this, this re- scene reminds me I was inspired in the scene by uh, Agnes Thornews 1971 French art film When the Birds Cry and it's like that kind of guy like the guy who like has right. watched a fucking trillion movies so this is a guy who's <laughs> watched every movie like you could think of he's got like you know to make his movies he, he sort of has an en- encyclopedic knowledge of everything Right. He's going and to be like,
0: this scene in Lion King 2 is inspired by the Terminator. Because it's just a soulless machine destroying all life around it.
1: <laughs> what if it is, dude? What if it, like, the Lion King, he tricks Disney into giving him $200 million. And all it is, is a critique about how uh, <laughs> you, uh, you just see, like, I, I, you, like, the lion's walking. And then you see a guy with, like, a pencil-thin mustache come and strangle the baby lion. <laughs> uh, be like, my name's Walt. <laughs> Tell everybody what you've seen. Like, I, so, I mean, I'm on board because, like, it's kind of like how I used to think about Christian Bale in, like, when he joined the Terminator movie. I mean, it, I was fucking wrong, but I would be like, Christian Bale is in this. So there must be something there, right? Like, right. there must be some sort of thing that attracted him to him. Same thing with Ben Affleck. Whenever I see Ben Affleck, well, fuck. Now I, I was wrong about that one, too. I was going to say Ben Affleck when he became Batman, because I was like, he obviously became Batman because there must be some sort of story thing that he likes, but then I was wrong about that, so maybe I'm going to be right about this, too. Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, <whew>, God. He's...
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, God. He's going to be like, uh, this particular scene was inspired by um, this heist movie, because... I didn't put any effort into this and walked out with boatloads of cash. <laughs>
1: uh, dude, what if he makes it, like super art house? Like, have you seen have you seen that um uh. that stock footage of the fucking uh, of the fox that dies and then you see all the bugs going, or the maggots going to running it and like, oh my god, no, what? You, th- you know what I'm talking about? I it's don't. like a it's like a stock footage when It's like a it's like a fox and it's dead and then it's like a sped up footage like super fast right. and then you see it decompose. It gets like bloated and then it decomposes and I'm like, what if it's it just that? It's just Simba, just fucking dead. And... and then you see like long panning shots of the sky that last like two or three minutes. And then it, like when the earth started, and you see like fucking like super close ups of like germs and shit. And it's like this is the circle of life. Oh gosh. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't um, wait. But I, mean, uh... do, I mean, it'll come out like 2027 20, at this point, but
0: <laughs> right um so there's that uh jamie fox as electro why why even did you this, did, well, this is more of a why than the last one
1: well so well did you when I mean, you know that he was the electro in the shitty one right like yes the, like, the amazing super it, so so also i don't from what i read he didn't do it any favors it's not like he was only no he was so fucking terrible <laughs> he was terrible he was like oh what did he say Oh, it's God awfully as his comb over. And then he's, Oh my God. It's so terrible. <laughs> um, he wasn't bad. Like the last thing I remember
0: him is baby driver. And he wasn't bad in it, but he wasn't like particularly great. No. Um,
1: <laughs> Jesus. like, Why did you do this? And so the, I'm curious about this one. So, he, so Jamie Foxx is back as electro, which is a character he played in the amazing Spider-Man two, but he's back now in a different universe as the same character in Spider-Man 3, whatever, like home, whatever, homecoming or home welcoming or whatever. Right. Um, And it makes no sense because did you watch Far From Home? Yes. So, you know, at the end, J.K. Simmons comes back as Jonah Jameson, right? Yeah. At the end, you go, oh, my God, that's from the the old universe. It's the same character. But then for this one, you're like, wait, it's an old character. We're like, wait, but it's not that universe. It's a different universe. Right, so and, like,
0: like and I, even if it wasn't, like, the old universe for, like, J.K. Timmons, that is just, like, a fun cameo to me. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, like, like that, I, yeah. that was just, like, perfect casting the first time, so they just went with it again. You know what I mean? Yes, like, yes. Like, I th- I, I th- yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
1: No, I was going to say, that you're totally right. I, yeah, it just fits perfect, because there's nobody better. Right, and so it's like, fuck it, we'll just use them again. No one's going to care. You know what I mean? Like
0: no one's gonna be like well actually in the universe like no one gives a shit because it's just great you know what i mean yes mm-hmm. no one gets mad that stan lee showed up in every single movie you know what right. i mean <laughs> like, yes yes this would have been the same kind of thing but then you brought back jamie foxx's electro
1: right because it, it so you're totally right because so uh, james bond does the same thing when pierce brosnan was james bond uh judy dench was m right like the boss at mi6 right. And then when the Daniel Craig ones happened, they just brought her back because she was great and nobody gave a fuck because she was great, right? Right. And so it's the same thing here. Uh, nobody gave a fuck that Jamie K. Simmons came back because he was great. But then Jamie Fox the guy. is literally a shitty reason or a reason that that fucking Amazing Spider-Man 2 sucks. <laughs> I just don't get it. Like what? I want to know who was behind that decision. Like Who was
0: the guy the that was like, what about jamie fox and then everyone else was like yeah no that sounds
1: great uh, like, like, the oh, fuck t- <laughs> nobody wanted to be like Oh sir he was already a hero they were just like you know kevin feige's assistant's probably doing kind of like, yeah man bring back jamie fox man it's gonna be crazy man <laughs> i i um i mean Game, this or, pretty much... or kevin Feige, is that called him <laughs> <laughs> i mean this pretty much confirms that there is a, universe, a multiverse coming right pretty much right it's going to be a matter of time before they go. Toby Maguire's back. And then, eventually, Andrew Garfield's back. Um, I, hope, so,
0: I, don't, I don't know that they came, but I just want them to somehow fit into the Spider-Verse in there somehow. Dude, um, I... Oh, I,
1: dude, oh, I didn't even like the Andrew Garfield ones that much. But if, like, you know, Spider-Man lands, you know, he does, like, the three-point land, and then two more Spider-Man turn, land next to him, and it's fucking Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I... Oh, Oof! Oh. i be like, "Oh my god!" It'll be like end game ending level shit. I'll yeah. lose my mind. Oh
0: god! All right. So then, uh and then speaking of James Bond, right? No Time to Die pushed April. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah. So they pushed it again. Um, they pushed it. Which is it. the
0: correct decision? Um.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, they were. I mean, like, it's it sucks because you know theaters are closing and stuff, but like tenants not doing any any money to be like it's worth keeping open. Um, so it's not worth just putting out this sort of, like, straggling corpse-like release. Um, yeah, so they push it to next April. Who the fuck knows what it'll be like then? Honestly, it might get pushed again. Um, I mean, I think I've said this on here before, but the man who ends up looking the smartest is Vin Diesel. I mean, it wasn't Vin Diesel's call, but Vin Diesel, because when the shit started in Fast Fast 9, they were literally like, nope, next year. Oh, yeah, we talked about it last week. You're like, nope, nope, we're pushing it. Nope. Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> we're doing We're just skipping 2020 altogether. Um, so, yeah, next April, uh, I don't know. I mean, we, I don't know. I mean, at this point, I don't see any other movies coming out in theaters. They'll pro, they'll push... The, I think the only big one that's left is Dune or maybe Wonder Woman. I think Dune and Wonder Woman, both of them are Warner Brothers. Right. Those are the only ones. Um, I saw a tweet today that somebody was like, I don't understand why theaters didn't just go... Or not theaters. All the movie chains just... Uh, movie... Um, studios came together and we're like, all right, here's what we're doing. We're pushing everything back until December twenty fifth. Like as a, as a form, like as a fucking group, right? And then give movie chains money to sub, uh, like as a sub, uh, subsidy until now, just so that they can live. I don't understand this sort of patchwork thing where like some some studios get it and they're like, all right, like Universal is like. Fuck it, we're out of here. See y'all in 2021. And Warner Brothers is like, let's keep trying. Let's do Tenet. Let's do Dune. Like, we'll do, like, Wonder Woman maybe. Let's, like, push Wonder Woman two weeks. Maybe in two weeks it'll be better. Right. It's just dumb, and it sends a weird messaging that, like, okay, so, our movies in trouble? Or, wait, are our movies okay? Because Universal's pushing them, but Warner Brothers isn't, so, like, what's going on?
0: Right. Yeah. It's just a very odd thing, but, um, yeah. I mean, realistically, everything should just be pushed back. Like, that's... And it's not, like, a fun... You know what I mean? Nobody... Like, I don't I'd love for a movie to be out, but, like, realistically, it should just push it back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the rest of the... I you mean... Know, industry as a whole. Yeah.
1: Video on demand is not really an option for these big movies, because, like, right. Mulan... Like, I think any other movie... Like, if you, like... I don't know. I'm trying to think of a horror movie that was going to come out. Um. I don't know. I can't think of one. But, like, if a generic movie came out and it did Mulan's business... And it's like, sweet, that's awesome. That's very good VOD business. But when you're fucking a $150, $200 million movie, it's not really the money that you're looking for, right? Right. And then Tenant comes out, and it doesn't do video on demand. It does theaters. And even then, it's like making like $8 million at the box office per week. So it's like, we can't, like this model, either one isn't working right now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. So... W- we were going to talk about Microsoft buying Bethesda, but um, I want to push that one back,
1: I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We have like five minutes left, and we can talk about one of the major leagues ended their season, and nobody gave a damn. Right. And that
0: was <laughs> NHL, because no one ever gives a damn. Um, and, and I understand there may be one or two people listening to this podcast that like hockey, and I'm here yes, to tell yes. you.
1: You're in the fucking minority. No one gives a shit. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't is, know what dude, to tell you. <laughs> I literally, like, you know, they're going, like, the NBA is going through the bubble as we're recording this. And so I was like, oh, I wonder what hockey, I wonder how their bubble is going. I mean, I'm sure the the, the playoffs have started in theirs. And then I checked Twitter and it was like, the, the Lightning have won the Stanley Cup. The, <laughs> I think the Dallas Stars. And I was like, oh, that that was going on. Oh. yeah and apparently it went okay. off without a hitch um I yep. think they just separated into two different
0: bubble cities mm-hmm. I think there was one that was like somewhere Canada and I don't remember where the other one was but it yeah was I think like, it was
1: like Canada and maybe like um Western US I think
0: right and they just separated into two separate bubbles and then had the finals I imagine they met up and played at one of the bubbles um yeah. but I don't know because I don't keep up with it because nobody watches hockey um, but and I, you sucks. know, what I did see. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I did see two players from the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning in public, letting people drink out of the Stanley Cup. Oh my God, that, <laughs> I, I that. I was like, wow, responsibility.
1: Dude, <laughs> it's like y'all, y'all make this whole bubble and it works, and you guys are fucking set. Uh, and I guess they were like kids who had laid out, who got let out for summer. <laughs> They're like, we know more rules. Nobody gives <laughs> a fuck. No more testing every other day. I mean, it sucks because their bubble, kind of like the NBA's, went out pretty much without a hitch,
0: right. right?
1: And they were, like, a perfect example of what the NFL should have done. And now right. you got shit like flare-ups in the NFL and t- uh, games getting pushed to, like, weeks and bye weeks and shit. And right. it's like... Which is fine because the Cowboys are ass cheeks. So, you're fucking if, this, <laughs> if this season
0: just dissipates into thin air, be like, I'm like, that's fine. Pissed. I'm okay. <laughs> I
1: mean, week, six is, week six is over, and I'm like, wow, well, God, I guess we all made the playoffs, huh? Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of, I mean, earlier this year, I mean, you know, Carolina wasn't going to make the tournament. So then, you know, the tournament gets canceled and I'm like, well, I guess, you know, we all made the tournament. I guess Carolina's streak of making the tournament is still intact since technically nobody was selected. So nobody was selected. Nobody was not selected. So (laughs) So there we go. Everything's fine. (laughs) It's intact. 10 years in a row, baby. Nailed it. Uh, And so, um, but yeah, I mean, I think next year, I think the NBA and the NHL, this is what they're going to have to do. Um, I don't think it'll be fixed in time for the next season to start. Although, when would the next hockey season start? Because theirs doesn't... I guess there's theirs doesn't, does run with NBA. So, I guess they would start at the end of this year, maybe? I Christmas have, time? I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I guess if I was them, I would just start, like, January 1st. I'd be like, New Year's Day, we're starting the new season. We got... I don't know how many teams. Are there 30 or 30? I really I don't, don't know. <laughs> clue, <bro>. <laughs> <laughs> we're giving you 15 or 16 games uh, on New Year's Day. Or am I? It might actually be twenty twelve. Do they have twenty fourteen? I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know.
0: <laughs> they could have five. Uh, like, like, what happens with the fifth team? Like, we don't know.
1: We <laughs> don't know, dude. He they. It's playing... a round robin format. It's a round robin. <laughs> Winners stay on the ice. <laughs> dude, that, like, hire me, uh, NHL commissioner. Whatever your name is. Dude, that's a great. That's a great idea, though. Don't you think? Like, you start. January 1st, you go, new season. January 1st, New Year's Day. It's the coldest day of the year. We're giving you hockey all day, right? Like, that's it. Like, right. That's what you do. And then you do it all in fucking bubbles. Yeah.
0: And then no one will still watch because
1: no one gives a... Well, I did my
0: job schedule. Like
1: that, right? People don't
0: want to watch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like it.
0: Guy, you were like, hire me because I have the best publicity like for your thing. No one watches. Like, that's not my fault.
1: <laughs> it's like... It's like in the dark night, you know, when a Scarecrow comes out, and he's like, I told you that my compounds would take you places. I just didn't take, tell you there would be places you would want to go. Like, you know, I told you my schedule would give people games. I didn't tell you people would actually want to fucking watch the games. Like, <laughs> Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Ooh, boy, the NHL. That sucks. You know what's <laughs> funny is out of
1: all the sports I've watched live, hockey is by far the best to watch live. Especially, dude, when it's like an overtime and, like, it's a sudden death one. Right, you just like oh my god, you're like literally every time you like I'm pins and needles, right? Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you know what I don't watch on TV? Hockey. <laughs> you know I've never cared about other than in person hockey. Oh boy. Oh god, they really did everything right, and yeah. just just fucking like you you look to see when it would start, and they're like it's over. <laughs> Damn,
1: I missed him. <laughs> You missed the whole season.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fuck. But, yeah, so, you know, hopefully the NFL season goes up in flames. Um, the Lakers are going to win the championship because, as of now, Bam and Drajic are not playing in game three. So, that means the Lakers are going to be up 3-0, which means this shit's a fucking <laughs> straight into the trash can. Uh, Lakers win the title. Mm-hmm. Um and if this comes back to bite me, uh, it won't, um, <laughs> so feel pretty confident on that one. But, uh, but yeah. And, uh, you know, it's weird. Why did MLB work in, in NFL did? not
1: I really don't. I mean, I think, I think maybe right now in the NFL, they're sort of in, they're doing, it's like their first little outbreak, which is sort of what happened with the MLB. And I think you need something like this to sort of scare people straight. Like maybe people were like, Oh, it's not that bad Or they're like, Oh yeah, whatever. I don't have to wear this mask all the time. But I think now going forward, I think the NFL is like gonna be like memo, 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 right like mask, mask, mask. Distance, distance, distance. So I think Maybe I, it'll maybe it'll clean up after I think, this big I think wave. it'll clean up sort of like the MLB cleaned up, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well that was the episode
0: guys. Um if you wanna catch me on social media you can catch me at T Moneybags on both Instagram and Twitter.
1: And I'm at Evercastro ninety two on Instagram.
0: And if you want to catch the podcast directly, you can catch it at DiffAnimalsPod um, on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email us directly at differentanimalspodcast at gmail.com. Yep. All right. And uh, stay safe, stay entertained, and we'll catch you all next week. All right. See you guys. Peace. Peace. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah? In honor of us talking about Jamie Foxx coming back as Electra, and, <laughs> and, and also James Cameron getting that blank check. She take my money! <laughs> Cause I'll tell you what, Jamie Foxx took that fucking check for Electro, man. They
1: <laughs> were like, you wanna come back? He was like, why the fuck wouldn't I? Uh, how many millions? Okay. Yeah. Who's backing me now? Walt Disney? I'm there.